Lukute Sichas Parshas Kisavai. This is in Lukute Sichas Chelak Yudalad. It is the first Sich of the Speaks Parsha. So, in the beginning of the Speaks Parsha, we talk about the mitzvah of Bikurim. Uh, the idea was that when the new fruits were ready to be harvested, they would bring the first of these fruits to the base of Mikdash as a gift to Hashem to express their thanks that Hashem has made their, um, their produce bountiful. And they would give it as a gift to Hashem, and the koinim would eat those fruits as is discussed in our parsha. So part of the process, what would happen is that when they get there, they would make a declaration. And when they would say how Arami, Lovin, tried to destroy our forefather, and we went down to Mitzrayim, and we lived there for, we were very few in number, and then we became a very great nation, and the Mitzrayim were very bad to us, and we cried out to Hashem, and Hashem saved us. And he took us out of there, Biyad Chazak, and as we discussed in the Pesach Agadol, what every single one of these words mean, how it describes um, the great miracles and the suffering that we had. Um, but the question is, and that's what we're going to be discussing, is that it mentions only at the beginning where it discusses what they, sa- what they said, it speaks about a, a love and trying to destroy our forefather, and the Mitzrayim coming down, uh, we, we going down, at the Bnei Yisrael going down to Mitzrayim. So what is the purpose of mentioning these two ideas? So Rashi explains, the reason is because we're trying to mention the Chaz de Amok, and the kindness of Hashem, meaning when we come to give the Bukurim, and we're thanking Hashem for the land that He gave us, and the, the fruits, and the produce that He gave us, we also thank Hashem for other kindnesses that He did with us. What are those two other kindnesses? We mention Hashem saving us from Lavan, and we also mention Hashem saving us from the Mitzrayim. So the question, though, is, and this is what the Tzich is going to discuss, why specifically these two miracles and these two kindnesses that are we going to discuss, and not all the other great things that Hashem did to us, um, as, as mentioned throughout the Chumash. So let's start with Sefav. B'tchilis parsha seinu, b'tchilis mikra b'kurim namar, b'anisavar marta, Arami, Oyvid Avi, Beyerd Mitzrayim Yog, Sham, Semyat, Behisham, Beitzi, Enu Hashem Mitzrayim Yad Chazaka, Vabienu Lamakamazet. So it says that you shall declare and you shall say that Arami tried to destroy my father. And we went down to Mitzrayim and we sojourned there with few in number and we became a very great nation. And then Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim with a Biyad Chazaka and he brought us to Eretz Stroll, to this place. So Behini Atam She Havas Abakur Maske, and maybe Bezin Yanam Elo. Arami Oivid Avi, the Kvana, the Kavana Lahadgish Hatsalasa Milavan, Viridas Bnei Israel Mitzrayim, Migolasa Migalazu, Nira Bapashtis, Shazahu Shavach Vahadal Hakadashbarhu Al Hachasadim Elu. So the time that we mention these two things, Bapashtis, very simply, the reasoning is the men- reason we mention Arami Oivid Avi, which the Kavan is that Allah tried to destroy our forefathers and Hashem saved us, and also the Bnei Israel going to Mitzrayim and Hashem saving us and take, giving us a Geula, because we're trying to mention the Shavach and we're trying to thank Hashem for these kindnesses that He did. And we're thanking Hashem that we would have been destroyed if it were not for Hashem saving us and bringing us into this land, this land of, meaning not only did He just save us, but He even brought us to a land of flowing with milk and honey. And this, these words are also accompanied by an act, 
we bring the Rishas Priyadam, we bring the Bikurim Tashem to express um, our thanks to him. The Shaila is if the reason is to mention the Chazde Amakim that began from Arami to Avi until they eventually got to Eretz Yisrael, so why are we mentioning these two? And not all the other miracles that Hashem did to us before we came into Eretz Yisrael. There was the Kriyas Yamsuf, there was Muhammad Sambalik, the, the miracles that happened in the Midbar. Hashem gave us the Man, He gave us the Be'er Shamiriam. Because it wasn't, wasn't these miracles, the man, the air, these are the things that allowed us to remain alive and be able to go through the midbar, which is a gadol vahaneira, to eventually arrive in here to Israel and to bring these fruits as Bikurim. So we should thank Hashem also for those miracles which allowed us to eventually get there to Israel. And there's also other examples of miracles and kindnesses that Hashem did. By Eishan and Nechalim, it says that when they were um, when they were passing into the Amorite borders, there were these two mountains. And one mountain had large craters within it, and the other mountain had big boulders and rocks that were sticking out of it. And the Amorites were, Amorites were, were hiding within those big crates, and what their plan was that when the Bnei Yisrael would pass by between the two mountains, they would shoot arrows and throw rocks down and, and kill them. And Hashem did a mir- big miracle that He made these two mountains um, connect like a jigsaw puzzle and it destroyed the, uh, the Amoiri and the Bnei Yisrael was saved. So if it wasn't for that, again, you know, we would not be able to go into Eretz Yisrael. And then we had the Melchamas Sichem All these things are miracles that allowed us to eventually get into Eretz Yisrael. So why don't we thank Hashem also for them? He says, and if you want, to, you want to give an answer. You're going to say like this, wait a second. True, Hashem did many, many miracles for us. But we're not mentioning every single miracle. Rather, we're mentioning only the most fundamental and essential miracles. That through these miracles that Hashem saved us from something that would have completely destroyed us. Meaning is if we would, if love him would be able to fulfill his plan, he would have destroyed Yaakov. If the Mitzrim would have fulfilled their plan, the Yidu would be completely destroyed. So therefore we have to mention them. Those are essential miracles for our survival. He says, but these other miracles, they're in a sense like a continuation uh, of, these, of, the, of the prior miracles. They're pratim and details of the miracle uh, which, of leaving Mitzrayim. Meaning is that if Shem would have just taken out of Mitzrayim and would not have done Kriyas Yamsuf, then basically Kriyas Yamsuf wouldn't have had, really had a point. So Kriyas Yamsuf is just the Shleimus of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And the man, the air, same idea. If we would have just took us out of Mitzrayim and we would have gone through the desert, we wouldn't have had any food or drink. 
same idea. It, it, we wouldn't have really left Mitzrayim because the whole purpose, of course, of leaving Mitzrayim wasn't just to leave Mitzrayim. The purpose was to leave Mitzrayim to get to Eretz Yisrael. So all the miracles that happened in the desert were really just a hemshech of the leaving of Yitzit Mitzrayim to eventually get to Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, when it mentions, in a sense, Yitzit Mitzrayim, that really encompasses all of the miracles that happened until they got to Eretz Yisrael. He says, but even if you want to give that answer, so that's why we don't mention any of these miracles, what happened after Yitzim <laughs> He says, but still, there's another miracle that happened before they left Mitzrayim. And this miracle wasn't just a prat, a detail. It was something which was also fundamental. It was essential to the survival of B'nai Israel. And this, of course, is Yaakov being saved from Esav. Esav came with 400 men. He wanted to kill Yaakov and his entire family. If he would have succeeded, God forbid, um, the B'nai Israel would have been completely destroyed. So this is a fundamental miracle. And it's not a continuation of Lavin, anything that happened with Lavin. It's not a continuation in Tzitzit Shrim. It's a miracle on its own. So why don't we mention, why don't we mention that one? McCaven. Look at our, our Another miracle was, uh, he, he brings is that when by Shechem, the city of Shechem, when Shimon and Levi killed all the men, Yaakov said that he was very afraid that all the surrounding villages and cities would attack them. But that, that never happened. Why? Because Hashem protected them. So that's another situation. There was a miracle that if the other surrounding cities would have attacked Yaakov and his children for what happened with the city of Shechem, they also would have been destroyed. So that's another example. So this is a question. So it's 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 the question is it's a very big wonder. Why doesn't Rashi give this answer? We know that Rashi always gives an answer for something which is a question. And this seems like a very very poshut question. Why are we mentioned specifically these two miracles? And not the other times that Hashem saved us from our enemies. He says, must be, it's mukhrach, that Rashi doesn't give this answer either because it's so obvious you can figure it out. Or, based on something that he said earlier, you'd be able to come up with the answer over here. So clearly, we are able to, just looking at the story, we should be able to figure out what uh, the explanation will be. So the Rebbe is going to give the, the final answer in Sif Gimel. But in Sif Beis, he's going to try to give an answer that some of the other Meforshe Harashi give, or based on the Meforshe Harashi, but he's going to show how that answer does not suffice. So let's read it inside. He says, you would give an answer. 
that the reason why we don't mention Yaakov being saved from Esav is because B'poyol, Esav never actually did anything to Yaakov. So it wasn't a Hatzalah, which B'poyol something happened. We were in a Sakana, but rather it was a Sakana that Yaakov was worried would happen. And B'poyol never happened. Meaning as Mitzrayim, we were there, and B'poyol something, we were literally in slavery. We were, being, we were, we were suffering. So Hashem did a actual Hatzalah for us. But L'chayrach, being saved from Esav, nothing actually happened. It was just something that Yaakov was worried about. So therefore, we don't mention things that never actually occurred. What about Lavan? So L'chayrach, Lavan, also, he, he wanted to destroy Yaakov, but he never actually did anything. So why are we thanking Hashem for, for Lavan? He says, Because Mamish. He says, but the difference is by Lovin, Lovin, he had a thought to destroy the Jewish people. He wanted to destroy Yaakov. This is actually what Rashi says clearly in our Pasuk, because in our Pasuk we also have another question. It says the Lashon of Arami Oivid Avi. Arami destroyed my father. That's in past tense, meaning is it wasn't that he tried to or he wanted to or he's planning. He means he actually did it. So Arami destroyed my father. He didn't actually destroy the father, uh, the Yaakov Avinu. So what's Pshan on the word Oivid? So Rashi, of course, that's a question of Pshutta Shemikra. Rashi answers, it's because since Lovin wanted to destroy the, the B'nai Israel, he wanted to destroy Yaakov and he chased after him. So we have a rule that whenever um, a, a, a goy, an idol worshiper, intends to do something bad, Hashem considers that intention as if he already did that bad thing. So this that Lovin had an intention to destroy Yaakov Avinu, it's considered as if he already did it. But he says, He was not a idol worshiper. Rather, he was a, what's called a Yisrael Mumar. He was a Yid. He was a Yid that did not follow the correct path. So by a Yid, Hashem does not consider our thoughts as if we did in action. So we, unless it's a mitzvah. But if we thought to do something bad, but a poil, we never did it, that is not considered as if we did it. So this is an explanation, at least a halachic type of like explanation, why we mention specifically these two uh, miracles. We mention Mitzrayim because B'poyal, this was a sakana, a fundamental sakana to the um, survival of the Jewish people that happened B'poyal. We also mention Lavan because halachically, that would also be considered a fundamental um, destruction that happened to the Jewish people because since Hashem considers the thought of a Russia. Uh, like a Misa, it's considered as if it was done. So this was considered a Misa. Masha Enkain, this would happen with Esav, that was not going to be considered um, a Misa because it never actually, Bepoyal, happened. And just to throw one idea, also when the people around Shechem, they never, uh, they never, they didn't, they didn't end up attacking Yaakov. So the Rebbe doesn't, I think, connect, answer that directly. But based on what we're saying, we don't really know what their intentions were. So Papashtas, according to what we're saying, is Yaakov was afraid that they would attack the Jewish people uh, because of what happened. But Papayo, they didn't. Hashem made it that they didn't even have that thought. But they never had the thought. So therefore, since they didn't have that thought process, that would not be considered one of these miracles. Ula, 
But the Rebbe says you cannot give this answer. He says, first of all, he says, first of all, we do not find in the Mashmois HaKsuv, in the Pshut HaShemikra, that Esav had a din of Yisrael Mumar. And he says, even more than that, even when you get to the obvious Bechlal, we do not find a Chacha proof from the simple interpretation of the Psukim that they had a din of a, a Yid, in the sense that din of a Yid as a yid would have uh, the halachas of a yid as they were after Matan Torah. Uh, as the Rebbe mentions at R14, look at Lukut Sichis where the Rebbe discusses this in great length when he discusses how could Yaakov marry sisters. And that's very relevant. Did Yaakov even have a din of Yisrael? Because if he didn't have a din of Yisrael, then, well, he didn't have either the uh, halachic obligation to... to um, not marry four sisters. And look over there for, you know, much more length. But the point over there is, he discusses it, and L'chayr, Pasha Saksuvah, according to Rashi, there is no Echacha that the Avos, and for sure not Esav, had even Halacha of Yisrael. So, Oibazoi, Esav would be considered also an idol worshiper. So if he had a thought process, to, if he had a Machshava to do something bad, it would be considered an action, it would be exactly the same thing as Lama. But second of all, and this is the main issue, the Memonachach, he says, if we want to say that we're only going to mention miracles when Hashem saved us from a sakana, an actual uh, live threat to us, like by the Mitzrayim, they literally were being bad to us and they were making us suffer. And Hashem took us out. So if we're only going to mention He is if we only mention a Sakana Masis, then we should not have mentioned the Sakana that happened because of Arami, what he saw, thought, sought to destroy my forefather, because Bupayol, nothing ever happened. The he says, because this whole idea that Hashem considers a mice a machshava ra as an action, that's only relevant to the to, to the to the chet and to the punishment that a lovin will eventually have. But negia to Yaakov. There's no nafkamina to Yaakov, because whether the machshava is considered like a ma'isa, whether it's not considered like a ma'isa, Lavan um, didn't do anything wrong to him. So Bapayel, the ma'isa, it doesn't. Nothing ever happened to Yaakov; he wasn't touched. The only relevance of machshava k'ma'isa is only regarding to the chat and the punishment to Lavan. So fine, so Lavan gets a punishment, a bigger punishment. But how's that relevant to Yaakov and the Jewish people um, when Bapayel nothing happened? We're only thanking Hashem's for Sakana Ma'asis. So this answer would not really work very well. Allah, Le'idich Kisa, Shetzorich Leimar, She'afa Pisha Sakana's Ha'avadim Yadish Alavan Lo'i Ha'isa Lepech Machshava, and because that Shaper Kaira maybe a Ramid Oivid Avi, the Harizeh B'chlal Chazneh Makim, Im Kein Ha'avalei Le'maybi Lo'hoidois, Le'maybi Lo'hoidois Gam Kein Al'achesesh Osa Kodesh Baruch Le'yakav Vina Batzalas Miyad Esav. But if you're going to say, okay, fine, the other way, we're going to have to say it the other way around, that even the thought 
of destroying the Jewish people, that itself, this machshava, this koyach, this thought process itself is enough for us to thank Hashem for not letting even the plan um, become the Papayal Mamish. Then then we should also thank Hashem for what happened with Esau, because Esau also had this machshava, this thought process, and Hashem stopped it. So if, so it's basically a maman of shach. If we need dafka, maisa, sakana, maasis, don't mention even lavam. And if we don't need a sakana, maasis, don't, don't mention, if we do need it, if we don't need it, and all we need is a machshava, then mention also asif too. So hamayur mahana, lakar chasach leimer, shebeis chasadam hamur mechzav, because of yesh laham shaychus miuchades, the mitzvah bekurim, mashayin bechol shahar chasadam. So what comes out from everything is basically the answer is, and whatever we'll discuss in it in Siv Gimel, is that the reasoning why we mention these two chasadim specifically is because these two chasadim have a special connection. They have a connection to mitzvahs mekurim, Masha Inki and the other ones. So, so basically, we're, 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 the, the answer the Rebbe is given is he's, that he's explaining Rashi dif- differently than the other uh, Mepharshi HaRashi. The other Mepharshi HaRashi learn, as mentioned, that the reasoning why the Pasuk mentions these two things is not really relevant specifically to the Mitzvah B'Kurim. It's rather that since we're coming to thank Hashem for giving us Eretz Yisrael, at that time to, in a sense, be magdal v'chaset, to get in the, the mood, and to really, we, we thank Hashem for, for other good things that He's done for us. But Oibazoi, the question is why specifically these two? Like, there's so many miracles. Why do we choose these two? So the Rebbe's answering is that these two, it's not just a random thanks, but these two things have a connection to Mitzvah Pekurim. So when we're thanking Hashem, and we're, uh, these, we have to mention these two because these really express the chesed which is connected to the Indian of Bukurim. Hagimel, Habir Bezeh. B'mitzvah Pekurim le'nishayivu b'nei Yisrael al-ayla al-aqsha bor lo'aretz kavshuhu v'siyashu b'ay. He says that with mitzvahs bukurim, the Menei Yisrael were only obligated once they, only after they came into Eretz Yisrael, they conquered Eretz Yisrael, and then they eventually settled in it. Like Rashi says in the Pasuk that when you will inherit it and live within it, then you will bring the bukurim. He says, Maga, this teaches us they were not mechaev in bukurim until they conquered the land and divided it, and the Menei Yisrael were actually living within it. So this is very important. Because Mizem Muvin, Shemitzis Zuda Habas Bakurim in a Rakadal at Sam Hanasina Haaretz Mahakadosh Baruchel Bin Israel. He says, from here it's clear that the bringing of the Bakurim is not only because Hashem gave us Eretz Yisrael. Because if the, the reason we're bringing Bakurim is thanking Hashem for giving us Eretz Yisrael, then we would have been Mukhuyiv to bring the Bakurim even in the first year. Uh, we got into Eretz Yisrael, we uh, we, we're inside of Eretz Yisrael. We should start bringing the Bukurim on the areas that we had. And it took them seven years to conquer. As they got more areas, they would have brought Bukurim in more years. And at the end of the seven years, they would have been able to bring the Bukurim in all the areas that they've conquered. Why did they have to wait another seven years until they divided it up at the Bnei Yisrael was settled? So that's very telling us very clearly that the, that the Bukurim is not just the thanks for giving us the land, but it's also it's thanking Hashem for giving us the land and that we're living within it. He says, rather, it's because, and actually, it's because of this that Hashem brought us to the Nachla, 
in a way that we're able to live within it in a very permanent way. And only at that point were we able to bring, uh, um, only when we had this yashas gua did we have this, did it bring us to this state of happiness that we were able to be sameach ba, and it gave us that goodness that we're able to rejoice with it, which that is the idea, and therefore only at that point can we bring the fruits, the Bakura Parisa, we that's, that's, that's when we bring the Tashem. Look at R17. That this, this idea is also Negele Halacha. The lock is that the mitzvah of Purim is only when the fruits and the lang that he brings it from, that, that they grew in, belong to him. Meaning is, it's a double point. It's A, that the land belongs to you. It's, it's because the land, I mean, it's not just because you're inside of Eretz Yisrael. And it's not just because you have a piece of land in Eretz Yisrael. Rather, you need to have both. You need to be within Eretz Yisrael. You have a piece of land in Eretz Yisrael. You're living within Eretz Yisrael. And the goodness came from the land that you own in Eretz Yisrael. Which is one, and two, he says, therefore, that since the tachlis of Indian is to thank Hashem and the goodness that He gave us this land flowing with milk and honey, to live there, and two, to eat from its fruits and to be satiated with its goodness. To stress this particular kindness that is made up of these two points. Therefore, we only mention in our thanks to Hashem other miracles which have these two similarities. And two, um, so we also need to have these two dukmois, meaning as one, that they were in a Eretz where they were living in a land, and they were bequeviest living in this particular land, and in that area, in that place where they were, they didn't get any good from that land. Rather, on the contrary, they wanted to destroy them, which is the, the ultimate level of evil. And what did Hashem did? Hashem saved us. What happened? Hashem brought us to this place. And He gave us, uh, from the goodness which is in this place, which is the ultimate level of good. So basically, what we're trying to do is we're trying to show, in a sense, this, um, this how we went from one extreme to another. That at one point in our history, we were in a land that was very bad to us. We were either in a ram where Lavan is trying to destroy us, or we were in Mitzrayim, and the Mitzrayim were trying to destroy us. And Hashem took us out of that land, and eventually brought us into another land. And this land is a land which gives us good. So instead of having a land which is trying to destroy us, Hashem brings us into a land that is giving us good and giving us delicious fruits. And that's why we thank Hashem specifically in this way, because we really want to show this contrast. And this is also where uh, he mentions note 18. We say, um, when we say the Baruch Nefashis, so it has two ideas over there in the Baruch Nefashis. It says that we thank Hashem for the chasreinam and lahachrius behem nefashkolchai. We thank Hashem for the, the, for this food, that the purpose of the fruit is for two things. First of all, it gives us everything that we're lacking. So we thank Hashem for giving us the chasreinam, the things that we're lacking. 
And then we say a second part is Not only do you give us the things that we're lacking, but you give us things which are, give us life, energy and life and vitality. In a sense, giving that contrast that at one point we had nothing, the opposite of life, and then Hashem gives us everything we're lacking. And more than that, He even gives us things that gives us uh, life. So we go from one extreme to the next. Therefore, we mentioned Dafka the Chazemach and that were done to the Yidin, to our forefathers in Aram and Mitzrayim, because these places the Yidin lived in Oifin Kavua. They lived 20 years in Aram and 210 years in Mitzrayim. Look at Ha'ara 20. And this also explains what the Ikra Arichas and the Parsha is about the Golas and the Gulas Mitzrayim. And that's why, you know, bring it to love and it says three words, and then bring it to Mitzrayim, it's another three and a half Sukkim. The reasoning is because the main Yishuv, the main uh, contrast would be Mitzrayim, where we suffered uh, greatly for a very, very long period of time for many many generations. But Yumtuf Gam back in the Pnim, Yumtum Gam came Hatam Shamaskal as Hadi Osai, Maram Ovid Ovi, Vier Matraima, Bihadish Kanal, Shmitsanam Akimis Atzmam Shalaram Matraim Hosef Sufuyalahem, Sakonis Kloim Vavodim, Al Shakurajbohu Bahazda Hitsila, Vagalam, Achihavia, Melamakim Shu Atzvim Lalay Brachis Avaya. And this also makes it very sweet that the Brachis uh, sorry that the we, 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 we begin the praise and the thanks to Hashem from particular places. We say, Arami, it doesn't say Lovin. Why does it say Lovin Avi Why are you saying Arami Avi Davi? And then it says, Yer Mitzrayma. Why, did, why is it so important that we went down to Mitzrayim? Just say that we were in Mitzrayim and we suffered there and the Mitzrayim were very bad to us and they made us suffer. Why is it so important that we're mentioning that Arami, we mentioned the word Arami tried to destroy the forefathers, not mentioning by name Lavin, and then we're mentioning the idea that we're going down to Mitzrayim, when the the main point would have been that we were in Mitzrayim and we were suffering. But the point that the Pasuk's trying to stress is that it's very essential, that it's the Makim itself, we're trying to distrust that. We were in two other places where we lived in our history, which was Aram and Mitzrayim, and those two places where we lived, the place itself was something which was very detrimental uh, for us. And those places gave us and made us be in a, in a situation of danger and Hashem had to save us and He saved us and brought us a place that not only is it not dangerous for us, but that place is something which gives us um, brachas and simcha and we bring Kukurim because of that. He says, Masha Inkin, we're talking about that soul of Yaakov from Esav. That was when Yaakov was found on the way. They weren't, he wasn't in a Makam so we can't mention that. And similarly, the other Chasadim that happened to B'nai Yisrael when they were in the Midbar. Um, he says they, that again, it was not, even there, it was Be'etzim, not a Makam Yishuv. And therefore, these Chasadim. And then the second point is that when Hashem saved us from those issues that we had there, He didn't either bring us to, uh, at that, at that point, particular point in time at least, we didn't go to a makim which was giving us uh, Zavas Chaladadvash. 
they were in a place, they had dangers, let's say Kriyas Yamsuf, they had a danger which was in the Midbar, and they took, and Hashem saved them by Kriyas Yamsuf. But they didn't all of a sudden go into a place with the Makam Kavur. The Makam Kavur was when they eventually went to Eretz Yisrael. So therefore we don't thank Hashem for that, because that, those parts are not stressing the main essential idea that they went from a Makam Rath, a Makam Taif. But as the Rebbe, I should point out, as the Rebbe mentioned already earlier in Sif Aleph, that all these miracles that happened in Mitzrayim, in a sense, could be learned as a continuation of them leaving Mitzrayim. So Ebezoi, they could, they could also be included in the, mir- the, the idea of leaving that Makim Ra, leaving the Makim of Mitzrayim. But definitely on their own, they would not be enough to be mentioned as individual Protestic miracles. Um, so the Rebbe does ask an uh, interesting question, our nine team, we'll just say it outside, that Lachaira. We're, we're saying that we're only mentioning miracles when we, the place that we were in tried to destroy us. He says, L'chaira, when did Lavan try to destroy Yaakov? That's once he already ran away. So L'chaira, he was also on the derech. He was leaving Aram. So it was just like the same idea of Esav. He was leaving something. He was on the derech. So the Rebbe explains, he gives up a few different points. He says, first of all, what was the reasoning that he was leave, uh, what was the reasoning that Lavan wanted to destroy him? How Lavan wanted to destroy him because he left the Ram. So we're seeing again, it's because he left the Ram, that's why Lavan wanted to destroy him. So it's promised the idea, it's the place, the place that he was living in. He was living there for 20 years, and that place is trying to destroy him because he's trying to leave. And second of all, when did Lavan have this plan to destroy him? Yaakov was still with, he, he, he was on his way to leaving. Aram. But at that point of time, he was still in Aram when Lavan had the thought process to destroy him and he started chasing after him. So Yaakov was still propelled in Aram. And as we mentioned earlier, by Arusha, it's considered that the mice is already done. So when you get to Lavan, it's as if he tried to destroy Yaakov Avinu while he was still uh, inside Aram. And Bapoya, when he caught up, then he's actually also was still on Aram. Because as we know, that they made the, uh, the treaty that they made between them. Um, one side would be Lovens, the other side, after Yaakov would pass over, would be the area of Yaakov. So at that point, they were still on the side of London, so Bapel actually still were in Arab. So Dalad, now we're going to discuss the Salpi Chassidus. He says, He says, He says, he says it's explained in our Torah that the the neshama is like the fruit of the tree. The tree, the, the tree, in a sense, is the source of all the neshamas. It's the source of the neshama above, and there's many fruits on this tree, and every neshama is another fruit on this tree, and this fruit comes into our bodies, and it's a slav And of course, we have all the halamis, pahasterim, and we not necessarily always recognize that our sharish comes from this tree and our connection to Hashem. And the purpose of the mitzvah pekurim is to connect the neshama shalomata and to connect it back to its source in the bekurim ha'ul yoinim, which is called the bekurim ha'ul yoinim, as we see it in a pasuk in Hashem, it says like a ripened fig I see your forefathers. The forefathers means your source. Right? So the, Hashem looks at us as He sees our source. Our source is the Bikurim Shalomayla. And our purpose of bringing the Bikurim, of course, is to remind ourselves and to connect ourselves to the source. So Mefar Sham, so explains in our Torah, Shabiyaz in Yanibazah. There's Havois Bikurim Hihalah, the Matalamayla. 
והקריאה של פרשת הבקורים היא המשך על הכוס למטה, מיילה למטה. דהיינו, להמשיך בכניס בקורים של הנשמה ממיילה למטה, שיסחבר ויור בכניס הנשמה של המיילה בנשמה המלובשת בקורים. He says, in the midst of הבקורים there are two parts. The first part was the bringing of the בקורים, with that symbolic of us, in a sense, raising ourselves upwards. We're trying to connect to the בקורים אליינים. And then there's the second part, is the calling, is the kriya. Once we, in a sense, arrive, at the, we get to the base of Migdash, we bring the fruits. Once we're there, we have arrived, we've connected to the Bukurim Eliyayim, and the second part of a job is to speak. The idea of speaking, of course, is to reveal, uh, down here, the Bukurim Eliyayim. So once we start saying these words, we're taking that, in a sense, that giloi, which is above, and we're not just keeping it in our minds, but we're revealing it and expressing it outwards, uh, as the neshama is melubish in the guf, and really to the entire world. As we will see uh, more as we go on. So, so we mentioned, as we said, there's two parts of the mitzvah. The mitzvah bringing it, which is the idea of mamata lamayla, and then there was the kriya, which is mamayla lamata. So our sikha, till this point, has been discussing what they, the kriya, right? But they, once they've already arrived to the base of English, they, and they brought the bakurim, they would say this, thank you to Hashem. So right now, in the Rashi that we've been discussing, we're talking about the second aspect of the mitzvah, which is the Kriyas Habakurim. So now when we, that we understand that the idea of the Kriya is to draw the Kedusha and the Or Hashem into this world, we can understand why we mentioned specifically these two Hatzalas that Hashem gave us, Lavan and Mitzrayim. He says, because specifically by love and Mitzrayim, um, and in both ways, both us going down to love and going down to Mitzrayim, also us leaving love and leaving Mitzrayim, expresses the idea of chesed. But it's a chesed in a sense of that this gilu lekus is being revealed down in this world. Meaning it's both the yidin going down to Aram, and going down to Mitzrayim was a Gilu Yalakus in Aram and Mitzrayim. And also when they left, there was a great Gilu Yalakus in Aram and Mitzrayim. Let's start with love. It says, V'yetze v'nimshech Yaakov v'yershava mamayla mayla v'yelech harana lamata mata. It says, when Yaakov left to go down to uh, love, it says that Yaakov left v'yershava. Yetze's idea is, as explained in Chatzidus, he took out, he drew with him from um from the levels of Be'er Shava. And he went down to Haran, which is the lowest place, Lamata Mata. So he left and drew with him the Madrigas of Be'er Shava into Mata Mata. And when Yaakov left Aram, it says, V'yashkim Lovin Babaykir. So Pashutei Shemikra, it's talking about when Lovin got up early in the morning and started chasing, uh, chasing Yaakov. But Alpi Chassidus, we know everything that we have down here is really... Um, is really just a remez of what is above. And we know that the lower and more tummy and klipadik, the thing is below, that really shows that above it comes from a much higher level of Kedusha. So it says, Vayashkim, love the biker, the Gashmias was the Indian of Klippa. But when you learn the Torah, of course, we always learn the Saidis, the Neshama, Shabbatayra. And when you look at the Neshama, Vayashkim, love the biker is actually referring to what's happening in Mamaila. And love means white. And it's explained in the Hasidists that Lavan is in a sense higher than any color. Uh, as we know that the color white incorporates all the colors within it. If you have a, a, a ray of light, has within it all the colors of the rainbow. So it's in a sense, it's, it's infinite. It's, it's one, it's indivisible, it's one 
uh, ray of light. At the same time, it incorporates all within it. So this shows and expresses the idea of chesed, how it is above hishtalshalas. Chesed, how we have in our world, is always somewhat limited. There's tzitzumim, and there's, it's defined, it's defined in the different ways, you know, it's, it could be chesed shibagvura, chesed shibitferis, whatever it is, it's always going to be somewhat defined. But we're talking about the lava in Elyon, we're talking about the idea of chesed, how it is in its shorsh, how it is above hishtalshalas. As it says, leis smola bahayatika, that in the source of there is no idea of gvura. Um, sometimes is the idea of the tainu, the pleasure uh, of Hashem. Hashem's pure pleasure, his ultimate purpose of why he has this world is because of the pleasure that he has in it. So the union of loivin is the union of this chesed and this pleasure and this love that he has for us. And everything that comes after that is really the purpose is just to fulfill um, that and to reveal ultimately that union of love. So he explains like this inside. He says, "Bechinas love mikdusha, bechinas loyven ha'alyan mukar ha'chasad." He says the union of love and mikdusha is the supernal white, the supernal union of loyven, which is the source of all kindness. But a loving sivi yashkim loven babayker, and regarding loven, it says again about this kedusha. It says that that loven, this kedusha, was. Rose up in the morning. That every single day, the Or Chasad Elyon rises up and is Nimshach anew. Meaning, is every single day we get another Hamshacha, a different one. And as we know, it's always everything always goes higher and higher. So every day we get a higher Hamshacha from this Chasad Elyon, this Leuven Elyon. And then the Pasik continues after the whole story with Lovin at the end of it, and they make their treaty it says it says Yaakov goes on his way and of course the idea of going on the way is that that he takes this Indian of love and doesn't just keep it for himself but rather he draws it with him and he brings it with him on the derech and he brings it all the way so here we see the idea of love and both when he went down he brought the levels of Be'er Sheva and then when he left when he drew an even higher level of the Leuven HaElyon into this world which is a level which is even higher than Ashtashlas so Adarech Zeb, you read this Lamata, you read the Mitzrayim. Similarly, when he went down to Mitzrayim, Yaakov Avinu, of course, the highest level of Kedusha, came from Eretz Yisrael and went down to Mitzrayim, which that is a Hamshacha and, and revelation of Kedusha into Mitzrayim. And then even before Yaakov got there, we know that Yehuda was sent to set up a base medrash there. And then by Yitzhak of course, was even a greater revelation that Hashem Himself, not through a Malach or anything else like that, is rather Hashem Himself revealed Himself in His complete glory and redeemed us. So that is the reasoning why these two things specifically are mentioned when we're, when we're, we're thanking Hashem by the Kriyas Shall parshas bekurim, and we can see these two ideas also be yenus shall tire should be pirush Rashi. Masha pirush pirushay maser chaz deimak, and this idea is very meduyik in Rashi. Rashi uses the lashon that we say, um, that we say these parshias is because we want to mention the chaz deimakim. He says a rami oivid avi. So Rashi says mazkir chaz deimakim. One a rami oivid avi. And then it continues in the next Rashi, But why does he mention the Chazdi Hamakim? The Lachar Aleph. Hamadubar Khan, who bat Solus Yakim, beloved, you see this right. Shame Nisim Gadoyo, Melech Hosanda, Vat, Vavlein, Nisim Hamakim. It says, We're talking about saving 
Yaakov from Lavan, and there is also the Yisni Sisraim. Shouldn't have mentioned. We're gonna. Uh, it should have said the lashon of Nisim, Nisim Hamakim. We're mentioning all the miracles that Hashem did with us. Why is it saying the chasadim that Hashem did for us? And Beis Lamed Nemer Chazdei Hamakim like Chazdei Havaya. What's the deek of Makim? Shouldn't have say Chazdei Havaya, especially. If just to make the question a little bit stronger, if you look at the Pasuk, it says, It actually uses the Lashon of Hashem Lekach, so why would Rashi use the Lashon of, of Hamakim? Uh, he says, Rashi is hinting, why these two in Yanim are being mentioned. He says, the idea of reading the Bukurim, as we mentioned, is the idea of being mamshech zayin, the chesed of Hashem, and it should be revealed and come down b'makin dafke lechem maske in hatzalim and loving tzitzis shrim shem bechinas chesed Hashem havaya and nimshakim b'makin kruel kanal. Therefore, you mentioned the idea of being saved from love and the idea of tzitzis shrim that they are the levels of chesed Hashem. This is the chesed of Hashem, and this chesed of Hashem, this great revelation, is becoming revealed within the makim into makim kruel. And as we mentioned. Uh, earlier, also B'pshutai, the reason why Rashi mentions the Lashon HaMakim, Maskir Chazni HaMakim, is also because, remember, the Chesed had to do specifically with the Makim. We're mentioning the Chesed Hashem did, that he took us up from one bad place to a great place. So the Chesed HaVashem was literally, even in a, uh, in, in a Gashmi sticker way, revealed in the Makim. Um... Hey, a person should never be satisfied with his avayda and his rising up and his tyrant as davening. A person also needs to draw down a lakus below, even in the very shus and even the most choicest items of a lakus. Meaning that not only the Inyani Rashus not take not take this mockim to him because he's so involved in his Dvekus Hashem, but even more than that, the Inyani Vigashmin that he's working in. Uh, in an oifen of kivias, within these items, it's not that he just ignores them and he's going to, in a sense, separate himself in the world. No, he's going to be oisik in these inyanim, which are in the world. And he'll be oisik in an oifen of kivias. But the purpose of that is to be mamshich the elokus until he transforms these divri rishus and even more the mufcharim shabaham that they will be transformed to toiv and kedusha. And that's why the, the idea, the reason the Rebbe is stressing the Mufcharim is because we're talking about, of course, Bukurim, which was where the choicest fruits. Shazat Sarchlius Miracious Predafkim, in a Yafa Hanova Toy, Shazam Masham Taxak Vanim, Rios Oil, Lassus Law, Yispark, Dibataktainim. So, this, as we mentioned, needs to be from the Racious Pre, from the first fruit, from the best. And from this, he will be Masham the Kavana and the Rios Oil to make Hashem a Dru Pataktainim, meaning is that even in the Makim, and even in the Kavias of the Makim, and every single aspect of it, Hashem will be revealed.